Hey everyone, welcome to the Established Link Podcast. My name is Jose. And I'm Gerard. We are two established IT professionals uh, serving 10 plus years within the industry. Uh, we started this podcast to uh, focus and uh, discuss the ins and outs of the IT industry and give some insight on products for in, uh, technology enthusiasts and also just um, open up, you know, uh, various topics and discussions, you know, all around technology. So like for one of the questions that we would actually like to bring up, um, I know it's brought to me a lot and I would assume it's the same for you, Jose. It's usually starts with a friend or a family member or coworker that says, so I have my son or my cousin and I want to really want to get them involved into the IT industry. So how do I get them into IT? Yeah, I, I, I get the same thing, you know, across with, you know, other other peers from work or just other friends or family who, who, who ask the question all the time, like, what, what got you into IT? How do you get into it? You know, what's uh, what drives you to that? You know, so the, those are those are some topics and things that we we uh, we want to talk about. Um, that on, that also brings us to our, our next next topic, which is how to stay in, right? And so once you once you get into IT, how do you um, how do you how do you stay? Like how like what motivations do you have once you're in? Like what what's your niche? What do you uh, what do you study? What do you go for to to just kind of find your find your way while you're in there, right? Yeah, I mean. That's usually one of the. That's how you would really get them to stay in the field. Not only that, but then you'd also want to kind of follow up with how you would grow once you get into a, a field within the IT industry as well. Correct. Yeah. Like how um, once you're in, you know, when you when you find your way, how do you how do you grow from that? How um, how do you progress? You know, because there's there's times where you'll eventually feel like, you know, things become mundane or you feel like you've mastered something, but, and you, and you feel like you, you, you have a lot more value and you could put more value in other areas. Right. So you're, you're, we want to talk about like how to, you know, how to grow from, how to grow from there. So I guess since we just covered, you know, that's, those are three topics in itself. Um, but let's just go ahead and dive right into it then. So as far as to get into the IT industry, um, what would you suggest as far as like good ways or starting points or if someone really wants to get into the IT field? Um, you know, for me, I, I like like I've told other people, if you have interest in IT, um, one of the, the one of the best tools that's available to many people today is YouTube. I mean, you could always go on YouTube and and look up uh videos of IT and getting started with technology usually usually uh, like the 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 number one thing that people think about when it comes to IT is support you know like because there's there's everyone's thinking about like how to get things fixed and just common support stuff but but IT is such a broad industry it's kind of like think of it as like a big tree you know you've got networking you've got security you've got data uh, database administration. There's, there's just so many things. Um, but it, 
yeah, great, a great ways to just kind of go in either, either to talk to people who you may know or go into YouTube and get some ideas, um, as you know, as far as what's available and what's out there. I think what's, uh, what's really interesting about what you're saying as far as YouTube, the fact that YouTube initially started in 2005. And I know as far as like within – for most people when they're wanting to, to get involved within a technology field and learn how to do a trade, technology in itself to say we're telling people now you can literally just go online and learn how to do a lot of – things that sound really complicated. <laughs> a lot of people look at it and say they could never figure out how to even install an operating system on a Windows machine or a Linux machine or an Apple machine. But just like you said, YouTube is, is, a, is a tool, is a source now where you can go online and watch a video and someone can tell you literally step-by-step step how to build a computer. <laughs> how to build a computer. You know, that, and that's one of the things that I when, I, when I first started, I thought it was a trick question. But, you know, I was asked, you know, would you, if you don't know something, would you use YouTube in order to, to, to figure out how to solve the issue? And, uh, again, I thought it was a, a trick question, but realistically yes i would definitely use youtube because there's chances are nine times out of ten someone's already run into that issue and they've already thought about like hey you know what to help other people let me upload this video of how to do this so that someone else who's in need can you know utilize it and figure out and solve the issue that they're they're having so yeah it's a it's a great tool to have especially if you're in a pinch Oh, definitely. I, I can agree with that. I know plenty of times where I've also utilized the great resources of <laughs> going online. I mean, one of the big questions I know in a job interview that they would ask is usually, you know, um, if you don't know the answer, how do you obtain it? And the rule of thumb is you'll never always, you'll never always have the answer to everything. You're not going to always know everything. But it's all on your research, your research skills. If, if you're good and you're good at researching and 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 doing the legwork on figuring it out, then, you know, it, there's a lot of ways of overcoming uh, difficult situations or obstacles, uh, oh, especially I'll, in the IT industry. Absolutely. You got to have that troubleshooting triage mindset where, you know, like you get like this puzzle that's in front of you and you got to try to dissect it and, you know, figure, figure it out. It's, it's really, it's, it's what it's all about. Uh, but you also have to have patience. Patience has to come with that, right? Oh, Definitely. I mean that's 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 an that's like another uh, that's another go to really because when you think about it once you're once you get the opportunity to to figure out what it is you you like within the technology field and then you can actually get in um, the key is on on staying in because YouTube can only take you so far. <laughs> watching what somebody does and repeating that same action will only get you so far probably if anything may get you in the door but it won't necessarily keep you in when you actually have to utilize that skill set so that will require experience and actual hands-on learning from your part at that point right yeah you build you you build a certain amount of experience you build like what i say you build like your own system you know you have your own setup at work or or, or whatever and and it, you, you, you create this system that works for you, that allows you to accomplish your task 
you know, and, and be able to finish your day out using that system that you've created in order to get things done. Uh, but again, that that kind to your point, it comes with time and experience. Um, so that's that's a that is just that is simply just a a, a, a point of staying in. True, true. So I guess then is you know once you're staying in the in the field is one thing, but the other thing that I know that a lot of would you know usually is could be an interesting uh, point or level for people. Uh, it usually comes down to the growing aspect once you're once you're in IT. Like you, I, <clears throat> I know there's there's certain positions that uh, some of us have actually had to go through and some people were blessed where they were able to just uh, excel right ahead. But there's, you know, you always have your introductory level and your, your, your help desk, your service desk, you know, answering the phones. And it's always the question, how do you grow after that? Like, what is the, how do you grow out of just the person who reads the script on the basic troubleshooting steps and, and just, sits behind the desk all day just talking to the customer and just doing that help desk support like what would you recommend as far as like that next level i i I think in my experience you know i my mind was like a sponge you know coming into the to the industry I, i i wanted i was always intrigued about there being so many different departments and how they all interconnected to make the entire enterprise work um so for me, it was it, it was a matter of asking questions. So what is, you know, what does this team do? What does so and so do? What you know how how is it that they do this and 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 it makes this work? And you know, I, I think you you have to put yourself out there to ask questions and and see how you can put yourself out there in a way that you can work with other people. And see what it is that you have to do in order to 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 gain some of the knowledge to work with other people and um, be able to to maybe learn a new skill set because eventually yes you're gonna you're gonna master the things that you currently do you're gonna master reading a script or you're gonna master resetting certain things or um, you know just master basic troubleshooting you're gonna want to go a lot farther. Right, but to go a lot farther, you have to do different things. Um, as long as provided those resources are available to you, which you know, well, there's good chances that they are. Um, but yeah, you know, is is there learning opportunities? Is there any opportunities uh, for training? Um, and if so, you know, have an idea. Research you can research online as well. You know, what what certifications you know, for what field and for what area within IT that you can, that you can research and start learning and, and, and seeing if you can certify yourself in just, it makes you more marketable. Okay. So what you're saying then really is you got to really have the individual themselves needs to have some type of ambition Correct. or have some type of goal that they want to achieve. Because the way it sounds like is when you're, in the IT field, you can't really just sit there and expect you're going to automatically get promoted or maybe it does happen to some people. <laughs> but I mean, and what it, for the most part, you know, you, you need to have some type of goal 
tool that you that you set for yourself. You have to have that ambition and the drive to 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 push yourself to continue to learn more in a field that constantly changes. That's right. That is that is that is a hundred percent true. I mean, and I've the, uh, I've 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 spoken to so many people throughout my career that have have said something similar. I mean, you 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 have to have a drive. You have to have an ambition. You have to have the the want for more. There's there's always more, and it's not just the technology. I mean, this is in life in general. There's always more, and you know you've got to be you've got to put your hand out to to reach out for it. Um, so that's you know that's that's that is certainly something. Don't. I, I I would definitely not stay complacent just because something becomes so easy. There's always a next step. Um, you know, at least, you know, within my tenure, there's, there's just always a next step, you know, to grow and to, to reach out for more. So ambition is, is, it's gotta be there. And I'm sure you've experienced that yourself, you know? Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, in, in my experience, I mean, that's the thing. Technology is a constant change. There's, it's always, it's always changing, it's always growing, um, and then not only on top of that, but it's also always getting cheaper. So, because it's getting cheaper, it's becoming more accessible and more user friendly. When you think about it, I mean, think about kids nowadays, and you look at like, you know, you look at how kids are and. Everything is tablets and electronic devices where, you know, my electronic device was a Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. You know, it, you know <laughs> it's like a little small, you know, it, it, was, it was a Game Boy. It was uh, as, as I got older and, you know, you started receiving, um, and this is dating some of us, but it's like the, the Tamagotchis and the Gigapack <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, like that was our electronic device of, you know, our futuristic toy to keep, you know, ourselves occupied and learn something new. The 90s. The 90s. Exactly. But now it's like, you know, you have a a like a tablet or, you know, a holographic image of, you know, it's crazy. Technology is constantly changing and always growing and evolving. And because of that in the industry that we're in you know you have to continue to allow yourself to be uh, knowledgeable of those surroundings and, and stay you know engaged engaged with it always so definitely yeah you know, um, we definitely grew up in that in that that time frame where where we had we, we just had like these simple technology devices but you know yes nowadays it's all about tablets and and smart devices you know and the way that data transfers from one you know one place to another and that's become such a big deal um especially today i mean there's so many connected devices communicating with each other um which again it's another reason why you have to kind of stay ever growing within the industry because you have to know how things connect how I mean, it just applies to so many areas. How how things talk to each other. It's a very important to 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 know these things. I think anybody anybody getting into the field has to know that, um, and they have to have some some kind of knowledge base. And you know, like, well, you know, where I'm going, there's there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of you know, a lot of communication. So 
Yep. Definitely. I mean, that's that's the way technology rolls, and <laughs> the only way you can you can still be involved is to is to dive in and continue to to study and learn, and then allow yourself to be, um, I guess, it's immersed in it because that's it's constantly right. changes, constantly changes. So, I actually um, wanted to actually bring up something. I want to try to introduce it into the show. It's called uh, IT Daily. So I wanted to start to see if we can kind of introduce something like that, which is basically we just throw out an experience or something personal or that ex- that you've happened to you during your uh, lifetime of of being in the IT field. Right, like a like a like a fun experience with work, um, things that have happened, you know, uh, it, that that can be it, it can be. Um, informative because you can learn from it, but it was also also like a fun experience to to talk about. Absolutely, yeah. There's we've we've got plenty of those. To, so so to so, what's around. one that you would throw out there then? Like, uh, what's one for you? A fun experience for me. Um, well, I would say, th- and this 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 kind of goes back to to the beginning, right? When I've when I first started, um, and I've, I've 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 heard this from from many people, even from when I was taking um, internship at the at the school that I was going to for IT certifications. But you know, I was always told, you know, be prepared to be thrown into the fire because that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my 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 first my very first ticket that I, that I ever got was to go and do a uh, mirror someone's hard drive that was, that was dying. And it was kind of a complicated ticket, but it was, it was the best way to be thrown in the fire. And I was kind of like, (laughs) Oh man, I thought, I mean, my first thing, I would have been something like something simple, like a password reset or, you know, or just, just something simple, but to actually have to go to, you know, someone's office and have to take away their laptop and for a couple <laughs> hours and have to mirror their drive and do all this stuff and get them to re-log in and make sure all their applications and their email is working and all this different intricate stuff. It was, it was, it, it was pretty fun, but, um, but in a way it was probably one of the greatest learning experiences because yeah, it was, it was one, it's one of those things where, that's the best way to learn is to be thrown into the fire and just mm-hmm. handle intricate issues like that. Um, because it does challenge you and you have to be, you do have to be challenged. Not everything's going to be a simple password reset. If you're doing, you know, if you're doing it support, not everything's going to be a password reset or, or, or maybe, a, a you know, a, a refresh of a machine because it's going slow or whatever, you know, some, you know, something to that effect. Okay. So that's that 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 would be my fun experience. Hmm. Nice, nice. Um, but we can also we can also talk about because, for example, I am my family's IT guy, and I can yeah. share stories of of being family IT, especially like my cousins that will 
get this computer and then they don't know how to do this with that or they need something set up. And so they they call me to get something set up or my sister who will need me to team view into her computer because something's not working. I'm always a family IT guy, but I've got plenty of stories of those. <laughs> well, pretty sure everybody's going to look forward to hearing <laughs> how those come about because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know all of us have – those family family situations where we have those family stories to tell. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or, I mean, like, even with work, you know, like, because it's, it's not always just, you know, going over to someone's office or, you know, um, going over to just someone's cubicle. A lot of times it's just, you know, troubleshooting calls. Sometimes we, we've had we've had calls with with people that are just difficult to work with or some people that were pretty funny and you know easy to work with um people that you've had to be on a single phone call all day because some you know some some of the people that you you're going to end up having to work with just aren't very technically inclined so you have to take your time to explain every single little thing just in order to get something working. Yes, um, definitely experience those. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I wanted to bring up now, so as far as technology, since this is a technology-based uh, show, what what would, what would you recommend as far as like the latest technology out right now? Latest technology, uh, I mean – and we've and we mentioned this earlier. Technology is just ever changing; it's always growing. So, um, one of the things that comes out every year, especially you know, because this pertains to um, to our industry, are things like uh, like processors and graphics cards and all the things like that. Like, there's always new versions coming out every year. Um, you know that they that which they support higher uh processes and just uh things that you would need to like for example uh we we've got we used to work with a group of people that needed to use AutoCAD and we know that that's a a high processing high intense application but it ne- you need to be able to to have a processor that can handle an application like that you need to be able to have the components to, to properly handle an application like that. So it's not crashing on you. Right. So you need to kind of be, you know, in the know of these things so that if you ever have to build a machine for, 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 for these people, then you know what to order, how, what, what specifications you need to look, be looking at in order to get a computer built properly. So that, that would be, that would be something, um, uh, to, to, to be apprised about. So for like a consumer though, like what would you say is like the latest, uh, tech right now that's popular on the market? Oh, well, in particular, or something that catches your eyes of interest so far that you've kind of been looking into. Well, just a, a little tidbit about me is I'm, I'm a big gamer, right? So I, I like I, I I stick to a lot of a lot of the gaming news and stuff like that. Like you know, I know that there's a limited edition uh, Xbox Series X coming out at the at the end of the year because there's okay we've got the new 
the new Halo Infinite that's coming out, so they're also associating that with with the uh, with the new bundle. So, uh-huh. so, but that's but but if you know like the new console, it's got it's got great great specs. It it it's it's definitely much better than the last generation. Um, it's it's got great processing speeds, great graphical performance, and it's great if you have a 4K TV. It's going to look and run really great. Uh, Microsoft has done a really good job with that that console, in my opinion. All right, I gotta uh, throw something out there real quick though, because sure. everything is pushing 4K. So here's the biggest question that I think a lot of people may be curious about. Okay, when it comes to 4K, 4K is you know now people are talking what 10K. Um, I think I heard rumors that there's something above 10K at this point. So the content, what what can you act is there true 4k content out there to really enjoy the benefits of a 4k capable device yes it's it's more available now than it was say back in 2013 when 4k tvs were were being introduced um i think what people have to bear in mind is you know like movies for example um, not every movie is shot using cameras that are 4K, uh, mm-hmm. right? So um, even though you're getting these Blu-ray 4K movies, um, they're they're just they're they're upscaled, but they're not all true 4K. Now a lot of the latest TV series and movies are being shot with those cameras, so you will notice a lot of them now are are up to that that high definition the latest that the latest tvs that have been put been pushing out since last year is 8k now mm-hmm. this it, it goes right back to the the 4k tvs when they first launched back in 2013 and i think it was there's, think it was there's 2012 i think it was actually 2012 yeah, yeah. it was so, LG that did it so so the, yeah there there's not content yet there's 8K ready TVs, but there's not 8K movies per se that are ready that are out there right now for you to enjoy. So for 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 anyone who's interested in buying an 8K TV right now, uh, you know the 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 best thing that you would get out of it is that yes, they will upscale content, but it's it's not it, it's not worth it in my my opinion. You're going to be spending way too much money to not really have content that's not ready yet for 8K. Um, even the even the latest generation gaming systems support 8K content, mm-hmm. but there's no 8K content yet out there. It's okay. they were they're still trying to perfect 4K um, before they can get to that that resolution. So really, all you're really getting out of the 4K is just what a sharper image and more display, more like real space, like more space taken up. Yeah, they're 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 perfecting the resolution um, and the color space. That's that's really what they're that's their that is what they're working on. That's what they're perfecting. Well, I mean, either way, the prices, like you said, what technology. Looks expensive, but at the same time, it does get cheaper. Because I it remember does. when I got my when I was excited for my first 1080p TV at the time, and I thought I was trying to buy like you know a, a, a 
decent priced TV, which was still expensive for me to spend two thousand dollars on a on a 1080p TV and think I was like so excited to have it that now you're getting you know 4K TVs for like 300 bucks. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, yeah, that's that. That's the thing. Like you go to the store now and like you know they'll have all these deals. You know, and it's crazy to see. Yeah, for you can get a 4K TV now. Now there is there is such a thing though. There's there's your budget 4K TVs, and then there there's your right, higher end course. 4K TVs. But you have to un- yeah, you yeah, you have to understand that there's there is a difference. You know, a 4K TV is not just a 4K TV. Um, brands like Samsung and Sony and LG they're notorious for having, you know you know, from low end to really, to really high end premium TVs. And it's because they have a lot of other bells and whistles to make the content look a lot richer in colors and, mm-hmm. um, the way the, the frames are set where they can smoothen the motion and just make everything pop and just look great, especially for any like action thrillers that are just, you know, action packed, like, like Marvel movies, or sports, you know, they, they, they make those, these TV sets to make that content look so rich, but that's, that's, that's where they'll get you. You know, they'll, they'll definitely have you spending money for that. If you, if you like that kind of stuff. Okay. I do, uh, kind of want to comment a little bit because you did say, uh, did throw Marvel in there and, uh, well, we'll we'll save that for another. We'll save that for another discussion. That's right. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah, save that we, for another we, discussion. We we <laughs> could save that one. That's a that's a that's a whole another topic on its own. Yeah, we'll save that one for another one. But um, no, definitely. I think um, for the time that we have today, um, at least for what we're trying to introduce and open up, uh, this is our our introductory podcast. As far as just you know, getting you guys kind of know a little bit about um what we're talking about in the IT industry as far as family, as far as how it affects the your IT life, uh, how it involves just in general, like IT in general, your everyday life within yeah, IT, how, the okay. industry. How technology impacts our lives. Yeah. It, it, it's such a, it's such a big deal. So that is, the, that is something that we do want to talk about and express and just kind of open up. Um, you know, and also just just give unbiased discussions, you know, around that and and yeah. and products too. You know, if there's there's plenty of uh, technology products that we can we can talk about and review and give our insights on and our our personal opinions. So that that will be a, a taste of things to come. Definitely, looking forward to it. Well, All right, everyone. We- Hey, thanks you guys for listening to our first podcast and uh, hope you guys will tune in again to hear us in future future episodes. Thanks everybody. Thanks. Bye.